0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode is brought to you by Whoop, the personalized digital fitness and health coach. John, John and Nathan Florence have both been using Whoop for over three years now to balance their training both in and out of the water. Now, Whoop is introducing the all new Whoop 4.0, the latest, most advanced fitness wearable on the market. Monitor your recovery, sleep. Training in health with personalized recommendations and coaching feedback with Whoop. Train smarter, recover faster, sleep better, and now feel healthier with Whoop. The All New 4.0 is smaller, smarter, and designed with new biometric tracking, including skin temperature, blood oxygen, and more. The device also features an all new smart alarm, designed to wake you up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. Plus, it will design with anywhere technology so you can wear it with their Woot body sensor enhanced technical garments. The all-new Health Monitor Dashboard gives you a big picture look at your overall health. Monitor key metrics like heart rate, resting heart rate, heart rate variability, skin temperature and blood oxygen levels. Plus see improvements in irregularities and vital signs over time. You can even export 30-day health trends to share with your coach, trainer, PT, PCP or physician. The all-new waterproof device is free when you sign up for a Whoop 4.0 membership. For any members, if you have six months left of your membership on your account, you can upgrade now and get the 4.0 for free. And right now, Whoop is offering 15% off when you use the code BEACHGRIT at checkout. Go to Whoop, W-H-O-O-P.com and enter B-E-A-C-H-G-R-I-T at checkout. So, 15%. Peter McCabe
1: was a talented Newcastle surfer whose life changed forever when he first went to Bali in 1975. Grubb, as he is known, was in the very first batch of surfers to pioneer the island's waves and the first to surf Padang. A few years later, he travelled to G-Land, and along with good mate Jerry Lopez, his name became synonymous with the wave. McCabe has dedicated his life to surfing, especially in Indo, for the last 45 years, and it's a safe bet to say that no other surfer on the planet has logged more tube time. While surf films like Storm Riders and later All Down the Line showcased his surfing, his name was brought back into the spotlight more recently through Mike Oblowitz's documentary, Sea of Darkness. The film shows how surfing pioneers Mike Boyum and Martin Daly initiated lifestyle adventure and surf exploration that, that in boyam's case, was underpinned by drug smuggling. Sea of Darkness revealed how McCabe was busted in Eumia, or as he calls it, popped, in 1984 with Boyum, when trying to smuggle half a kilogram of Bolivian cocaine to Australia in holdout surfboard fins. We talk about that mistake, but let's be clear, that was just a tiny episode in a life whose very definition is hardcore. I, industry, industry guy Ben Mundy, chatted to McKay for the Dirty Water podcast on a Friday evening in late April 2022 after he'd done yet another long day in the Shaping Bay. Enjoy. Music How are you, Peter McCabe?
2: Yeah, I'm awesome.
1: It's, what? It's um, uh,
2: been a pretty long old day.
1: Friday afternoon at the um, shaping shed, mate. What what goes on there?
2: Well, it was a big, um, big, big day. I've been doing a. I was shaping a quite a. I've got a lot to shape. I've been doing some. I'm doing a uh, a classic for the uh, quicksilver, um, the GLAN comp. Right. Yeah, and that, that 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 is a classic. And I just sprayed it and done everything, doing the hundred, the full hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. Is that yeah. going to be like a trophy or that? Like, how's that?
2: Um, uh, the boys, yeah, it's going to be something. Jerry's doing one as well. Um, I'm I've done one. I'm not too sure, but they've got. It's the boys from Quickie. Have got a. They got you know. They got it all pretty organized. Yeah, wow. So, um, so wow. I was, yeah, just doing that. And, it, and it's actually a replica of the one I had back in the day with me and Jerry and you know, when I'd done the first camouflage boards. Yeah. It's the G, GL, I shaped GL a couple of boards when he was, you know, when he was doing Conan and then he wanted them camoed. And I went, what the f- hell's camo? <laughs> and I went, <laughs> and then he, because he'd been doing all this stuff with, um, uh, you know, uh, the, um, what do they call them? Uh, the model airplanes. And he was painting them. And he goes, Yeah, I want it done like this. I went, Wow. And this is heaps of, like a long time ago. And um, I'm just trying to think when it was. Anyway, there's a couple of photos of it the boards that we've done that were in all the mags and everything. And um, yeah, so the boys at quickie, they've seen it. and I, I did not want to do it. Hey, didn't I said those boys look so shitty. We've come a long way since that. And they went nah, we want the close as you can to the original. Anyway, I'll um I should have sent you a photo of it. it was, they actually come up really awesome. What, so, um,
1: what, what, that's, what that's, that,
2: that was my day today. Anyway. Yeah, mate.
1: Well, it's pretty um classic that from all those yeah years ago that there's still a link. You know, you still <laughs> still so connected to that wave and that place. Like, it's-
2: oh, it's been awesome actually, because you know it's just even though it's like it's close to fifty years, but it's um to me it's just like fucking yesterday. Hey, eh?
1: yeah, I bet. And you know, what's the and dimensions that, of that of
2: the actual board? Like that board, it was actually it's a, a six six, and it's um it's eighteen three quarters wide, and um full V bottom, and you know just you know the boards back then weren't that high tech, yeah. But uh, but they and, actually went. They went. And Jerry still got the original boards. How's that?
0: Wow.
2: He, he, he sent him, he's been carrying around so since 79 or 80's been he had him hanging up in Hawaii, he's got him, he's got him up there in Oregon right now. And he sent me the photos of him on the floors. So so awesome. I said, You still got them boards? And he goes, Yep. Because the actual sticks 2 was actually awesome, board. It was that good he wouldn't even let me ride it. Right.
1: <laughs> He strikes me as a guy that sort of looks after his um, looks after his stuff, does he, Jerry? He's, he's, how different were you two as people? You know, I know you've been mates for, well, as you said, fifty years, but were you quite different? Yeah, sort of, different characters. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. we but you know what, me and him are still mates. Like, you know, I speak to him, you know, every other couple of weeks, whatever. He's down yeah. in Mexico right now. Yeah. and then, But, you know, he's just been awesome with me over the last untold years. Yeah. You know, and we just had it. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're different. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's not like I taught him how to do yoga or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but he has tried. He's, he's bent me over in a few if you try to get me to do a few poses, don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> classic, classic. And um and what you you reckon you'll get a chance to, to go over on the event's on or you'll we you stay clear? Oh, I,
2: I can't go over now because of the the recent of you know the health restrictions on everything. So you know, I'm one of those guys that's ain't allowed to go nowhere.
1: Right.
2: Um at this stage. Yeah. You know and and, um,
1: and speaking of that board do out do you want to know one of the ones that count the number of boards you made or is that is that do you know exactly how many how many surfboards?
2: no of course I don't <laughs> <laughs> you know I've been shaping I've been shaping since when I was at Sam Egan's and I probably started there at about in 73 or 74. And um I've been just going and then this year, this month, it's coming up to forty five years since I started the trade wins. Right. Label. And um and that's making such a huge comeback now with all the twenties and singlies and you know, all those drifters and hippies and stuff that are out there. So it's and, been pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, I bet. actually. I'm-
1: well, I remember. You know, um, oh, sorry, mate. I remember when I went went first went in the Window. That was uh, I was late to the party, you know, whatever ninety five. But like a McCabe, Indo Gun was like the, your prized possession. If you, if you could get one of those, that was like the um, yeah, that was like the dream, really. But yeah, so it's great that all these later on that you know people still love them, eh?
2: Yeah, it's actually. You know, like, I just get people just, come, even today, you know, guys are coming in and go, oh, yeah, I want this and I want that. And then I just did a, you know, a um, couple of big boards for a really good friend of mine that's been going to G-Land forever and ever. And he just wrote it at Forrester's on Wednesday for the first time. And he just goes... Wow, Pete, this is this board's awesome. He says it's another gem. I went, oh, I said, oh, can't even remember making it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but he said, and that was just the Saba. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. When you first it, went to India, did you were you did you take your own boards then, or were you? Or um,
2: the very first trip, I had all boards. I had because I was just in Hawaii just before I first went, and that all the boards I had were, um, from Sam Egan. Right. And Sam had done some amazing boards, you know, the, yeah, the 7-0, but that was the go-to. And then I had a, an 8-3 and a 7-9 that I'd, I'd had in Hawaii the year, that, that uh, year before. Yeah. Or this, uh, you know, that whole winter of, um, Seventy four, seventy five, and then and then it was June. But yeah, Sam maybe the hellboy and then I I end up Terry Richel. He end up um getting that original seven L. We swapped because he had a hot buttered, and then I was leaving, and he was just there. But yeah, it was a classic back mm-hmm. in the day, Ben. There's a. There's a, the lot of stories. Well. There's a lot of stories. It's all gonna be in the uh in the in the book and the whole You're right, you got you a know. book coming out. Well, we we're working on it, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And a little, and a movie. And it's not a not so much about me, but it's everyone that I've met, you know, all the legend. Because, you know, there was a stage there, and I think there was 26 world champions that I could get on the phone and talk to. All the whole time, for you know, from you know, because I've just grown up with them all and the surf with them. Yeah, I think the only world champions I hadn't actually surfed with was Kelly and the Brazil nuts. So, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty classic.
1: Yeah, well, it's such a pivotal time. And I suppose the only, I mean, it might be second, setting the record a bit straight too, because I suppose the only, the only chronicling of that that a lot of people have is when they saw that Sea of Darkness movie, which. Um, was must have been a double-edged sword in terms of it showed you how pivotal you were, but then it, it shone a light. Yeah. On.
2: See, uh, so that was was that a pain in the ass? It only not really because it's I've come out of it actually okay, and it's not. There's it only a fact. Um, most of it was the movie wasn't about me per se. It was about Michael and it was just, and it's, and they only, um, you know, did the stuff on the, um, um, uh, from when me and Boyum got busted and shitty, but that in itself, the actual story is, um, is nothing like what's come out in the magazines or everything. I said, yeah, sure enough, we got popped, um, I'd never done anything, hadn't done it. The whole operation was Mickey Mouse at best. And, um, you know, it was pretty laughable, like the real stories. Um, You know, it's it's a good story and that part's true, but it's only a 16 month, you know. It was 20 months, you know. You know, it was was pretty radical. It was hardcore, but, um, you know, I've had... Uh, how do you how would I explain like you know people's it, the the sea of Darkness is, is had nothing to do with Gland or anything like that there was no that part was and if you actually watch it you'll see like Jerry had no idea I mean I had no idea anything was going on and you know when when my stuff comes out it was just... You know, other than get, other than chitty and everything, you know that's all real. And what I did was real, and I put all the cocaine in the fins was real. And you know, just just doing the coke in the fins, there's a story in itself. Mm-hmm. But but, but it wasn't an organised thing. Where I hadn't, I've never done any smuggling or anything like that before. And the whole thing, the whole time I was in GLAM, we never done anything. I mean, hey, Ben, I need, never even had a beer till I was 33. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and that's a true story. And it um,
1: that does surprise me.
2: It, it surprises everyone because it's so real. <laughs> um, and even, when, you know, interviews, with, you know, like I've been with Jack McCoy and, and everyone that knows me knows. But yeah, it's not till I actually got out of New Mia that I actually. Um, you know, I went in, I got busted, I come out, I had some serious attitude, you know. Anyway, but my really good friends, they just helped me out the whole way, everything, you know, because it was the aftermath of that that was um, really, really, uh, really heavy, you know. It's like, um, you know, I had I had a block of land, I had to mortgage, Untold stuff, you know, just to pay all my friends back. Because we got a really huge fine. Yeah. And, um,
1: and how old and were you,
2: Pete? Japanese. Jer- when yeah. I was 30, when I got popped. Yeah. And I was, I think I was 32. When I, it was June 17th. I just turned 30. Uh, I I just turned 30 on the second. So that was 1985. And then, and you know, we did it pretty hard. The first eight months was pretty hard because it was, you know, I was just in a little room smaller than a fucking shaping room and and not even quite as well appointed. (laughs) <laughs> I did eight That's when I didn't know, you didn't know if it was night or day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then after that was, uh, um, you know, we went to court. You know, it's, just, it's a long story, Ben. Yeah. You know, no, but, no, and I don't want to go too much into it. Yeah, growth. but anyway, I'm not going into it. But, you know, for the outcome, you know, you know I just did it. I just did what I had to do, paid back everyone. And, um, and then we just... Went on, you know, and then, then when the sea of darkness come out, well, you know, that's just and and it was, it was pretty much all true, you know. It's it's just how it happened, but um, but it was no G land stuff that never happened, you know. You know that was never. Yeah, that was that was a whole different deal, wasn't it? Yeah. And I I never did anything in G land. We so where I got pop with, with William was in um, New Cal and, uh, you know. Well, you
1: imagine um G-Lan's no great spot to launch a drug smuggling operation anyway. It's one of the most isolated. Well, and
2: yeah. and, it, and, it did, and actually, if you see me, I'll. so I never actually got charged for drug smuggling. I've never done it, or did, didn't anything. So, you know, I and then I had a bit, few big issues with people writing some stuff, you know, saying I was doing all this for 40 years and um, you know, that's how I've paid for all the trips and everything, I said, and, which is so bad, like, I mean, it was so untrue, I think that was hurt the most, so, so the you know, fallout a...
1: was worse than the actual story? No, it's the
2: people writing shit that didn't, didn't bother ringing me or talking to me to find out what it was and then and you know the guys, you you know who they are. I'm, Absolutely, I'm, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, so we've semi sorted it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, the book yeah. will be interesting. I've, I can't wait. And what about I oh, am? Um...
2: Yeah, it it'll be that, and we're going to do a couple of live streams and that. You know, because just everybody that, that I've met through the years. So, you know, it's Glen. I've met. You know, movie stars, fucking Who, world your, champion. Who's your most famous? Who's
1: your who's your biggest name, biggest G-Land movie star?
2: Well, there's a couple. There's um, obviously Bill Murray. Then there was the, uh, what's the guy? Gregory Harrison from Trapper John. And then um, uh, GL brought one of his girlfriends down, Kathleen Quinlan. And uh, you know, I could go
1: on. I um, <laughs> I had six beers with and about four hours with Rory Russell a couple of years ago in Hawaii. Uh, uh, he, yeah, he just he told me so many Bill Murray stories. Fuck, he had me in stitches. But I don't know how how, how much of it was all true. But he, fuck, he he made me laugh. One was one was about um, you might have been there when Bill Murray got. I was.
2: I was uh, rescued.
1: Really, at I was... Ulu's or P- Padang was it? Padang, padang, yeah. Because <laughs> were you the first person to surf Padang, Grub? Was that Padang? Was that?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk yeah. us
1: through that, mate. What, how'd that go? down?
2: Well, that's that was so in '75. So me and Doris were down in um uh, for the Australian titles were in South Australia. Anyway, cut it short. We both said uh, it was so miserable, and I just said, "Let's go." It's, you, I'm out of here, you want to come? He said, yep. And then when we were, we were driving back, he was going to Queensland, I was going to Newy, and then I said, oh, I'm going to go to Bali. And that, But the story before that is because I was with Steve Cooney, Mitchell Ray in 71 when he was gone. But that's still a long story. But anyway, how it happened, me and Dice, we ended up at um. Uh, yeah we're in Bali so I've I've got there I was probably a f- few weeks before him but what happened they turned up with Diggy Hull, Richard Harvey they'll, that was the start of Tubular Swells but uh-huh. I was never really a part of Tubular Swells but on the day they turned up me and my friend Jughead, Steve Hamilton we'd been out at outside corner at ulu was massive and that's the day they shot with rabbit surfing outside corner in Jeeous swells
1: yeah
2: but we'd already been out all morning but that's where we had to come in it was so big
1: right
2: down power <laughs> there. and we're down there and then we're looking at it and the, the actual tide was actually coming in that day anyway we just went up and we looked at it but we went back the very next day and the boys took us down and we went down to surf it and the swell had dropped. It was, it was you know, it wasn't even that big, uh, it, but it was still still surf. And then we walked down, down, down the cave, We went around that side and there was just me, Steve Hamilton and Steve Agnew, guy from um, I think he's somewhere in Sydney, and there it was. We just went out, and my friend paddled out with a um, an you know, those little cam- handheld cameras back in the day. Water. Yeah. He got the first photos. I it. Rec- I'm not saying I caught the first wave out there, but but it was, yeah. that, that was that. the first. That was the first time it was. It was surfed and Richard Harvey and, and Doris and, and Dick who They all thought they were there, but they'd actually gone to Sunur with Rabbit that day, and we were there the next day. And then, you know, we've but anyway, long story that was it. That was the first time, and then first did you,
1: time, did you surf at March that, that first?
2: Hey, I, I lived, hey, Ben, I lived for that joint for, sure. from that day onwards. I went and we stayed there, we were there. So 75 was there for three months. Then the next year I just went back and I went on the 1st of April in 76 and I just was living for that place. And then, you know what, you know, it's a classic. So it was hardly even, so in 75 we did it and then I was just, someone just said at the survey, oh, we've got that that magazine, that deep magazine, and I was on the cover at Padang, and that was 95. So it was 20 years and I'd been surfing. I, I mean, you know, I'd been to, to um, uh, G-Land and all that in between, but I actually lived for that place at the start. And then, anyway, it's all I mean, history, Ben. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, you
1: just, but that's, I mean, To surf, people will love that just because you can't imagine it now. Just being there on your own, or very few people, it's such a weird, well, unique time in surfing history. That yeah, you you were there. That's what people love love here. And I know it's old old news,
2: it's it's been really good because over the years, uh, I think it was about when I was about fifty or fifty five or something. I was in Geeland with you know, with it, and then these, um, all the, you know, there's families and people in there, and then we just started talking. And then I went, shit, I didn't really realize how, how fucking dangerous it was when I jumped over the boat, you know, jumped off the boat, coming around about three o'clock or four o'clock in the Arvo on the old turtle boat. And jumped out and then, then I watched it I could go down, <laughs> down the reef, and then I was just catch. Luckily, it wasn't too huge, but it was still just perfect. I mean, wow! I'm just over the side. But over the years, I didn't. I went fuck. I didn't realize how, how fucking dangerous and everything was because, hey, if something happened, there was no rescue, at all, and that actually went from heaps of years even when i was gone i don't even think we were ever offered travel insurance (laughs) no nothing everything you know there's no like leco didn't even come on to you know recently and then anyway yeah just recently yeah so i've had all these um things when i was in there last it was 2019 when i was there last and we were just about to go back over again, and then the um the COVID crap hit, and then that yeah, was it. I haven't been,
1: back. haven't been back. And how was that last session in terms of getting waves and still getting chewed?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. You know, I had just the best time. You know, and it's just, and I just it was really good because I just come straight from um I've been on the Serengeti up at up in the Bunyaks. I was there for like 10 days, 10, 12 days and stuff, and then I just, you know, flew back and straight in and then Bobby picked us up and then straight into um straight over to G Land, you know. Yeah. And then we we'll just I think I ended up staying there for a few weeks. But on my 60th, when I was over there, I was there for like six weeks, just <laughs> <laughs> Me and the hoy and all the boys, everybody just come in one hour the other. And by the time I got out they there I had to go to hospital. I was that, ammo. <laughs> I love how you spent 30 years
1: there surfing at 10 foot no leg ropes, but probably the the most dangerous. No, we ever. had
2: leggies. We had leggies. 1975 was the first year I put a leggy on. Right. And the first time I used it was out at Gouda Reef. on right. the very first time I had a leggy. Like,
1: that was a game changer, right?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the story about that, that is a pretty good one too, you know, because, you know, I was out surfing at me and MR we out surfing Dicko, massive. We're almost out. And then, you know, so, fuck, we just get hammered by this massive wave. I tried to duck it, gone. Then anyway, I'm just hammered. Then I've come up. Oh, fuck, I'm on a board. Fuck, it's me board. I just grabbed it, started paddling away. Fucking MR is stuck on the other end of it. He's the first person i ever seen with a leg rope. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to give it back to him. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then I had to swim in. I fucking nearly drowned. Swimming in there and up down Meriwether. anyway And then I went.
1: Right, I one
2: of those. Yeah. And then that was probably not long before I went over and that was the first time and I just went weird shit, but yeah, I did. Yeah. I had a leggy. But yeah. yeah leggies, leggies are red. Yeah. But I already see. hadn't, He'd already been having, so it yeah, I'm talking 70. So, well, yeah, that was the very first time I had put on a leggy was, um, when I paddled out to Cooter Reef, what were they?
1: What were they? What were they like? They? What were they made of? They were just. It must has been pretty, pretty primitive. Or they did, they did the job.
2: Deeps primitive, but um, anyway, they just they did it. They did. it. You're still here to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah. The other
1: one, I just was doing it research, but I um, I mean, I'm from Newcastle, so I always knew.
2: Yeah, the boys all said to say hi I'm, to you today. Yeah, but
1: I well, sort of my. Yeah. In terms of surfing wise, I was like all down the line that that Quicksilver movie from that was oh, eighty. That,
2: that's well, what well, I yeah, thought. That's 88, and that's that's gonna be part of my thing. I was just talking to Tom. You know, I was even gonna go on the road because I was gonna do something last year. Yeah, like Jack does. Like people have been asking me to do it. It's not my normal go. But um I said, Yeah, okay, I'll do it. But then COVID came. And then couldn't do it. And then uh, you know some things are happening so we'll see what happens Ben. But yeah', uh, yeah everybody's interested and then you know I'm not not yeah, every I'm not a held public speaker by any accounts but um, are you surprised
1: that people are still interested though in what might like, yeah. absolutely
2: yeah, yeah. you know what but I am surprised. And then you know, and then I'm thinking, well, it's been, you know, that's what I've. It's probably more than I think I've been serving sixty years, and then, but just I've just had an amazing surfing life, and I've done nothing else other than shape and surf, you know, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing.
2: And. You know, yeah. and I've, you know, everyone's going, oh, yeah, it would have been unreal back in the day, but guess what? I I go back and I got a Lego, and I I'm still, still just as good to me,
1: you know. Yeah, the waves are the same, right?
2: Yeah. And the best part is, you know, I don't have to prove myself because i already done it. I said, yeah, guess what? You, you guys have to prove yourselves. Get out there. <laughs> I said, if I have to, I said, all I do is I just pull out photos and shit. Yeah, look, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> as, well, good yeah. as
1: that? What a cold beer and get out the photo album. You're
2: yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Been there, right. done that.
1: Brilliant, mate. All right. Well, um, mate, let I, it go. I appreciate time. I could, I could speak for hours, but um. Oh I, yeah, we could. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the um, so I'll see the book and see what's coming out. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it's it'll gonna be a you know actually it's, it'll be a work in. Hopefully it, uh, it's a few people are already talking, about it, yeah, you'll like it. Uh, you might even actually have to put a little bit in yourself.
1: I'd love to, <laughs> mate. Yeah, I'd got. I'd love to. And um, I- if people want to, let's plug your boards, mate. I know you sound like you don't need too much plugging. you've got enough on your plate, but if you want to get a Peter McKay trade wins, how do you go about it? You just rock, get, go to the, um, the sh- shaping bay on a Friday afternoon for a beer. Is that the best way or can you? All up or go online. What's the best bet?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll just ring me up. They go, yeah, I just just got my phone, or um, most people track me down through uh, you know, Facebook or whatever, and then yeah, I'm not hard to find. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Finding, give you a call, all right, mate. Yeah. Well, thank right, you. Mate. sorry to keep up on a Friday night, but I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, as ever, anything I can do, just we're in touch, mate. No worries. Thanks, a... thanks. thanks Pete.
2: Thanks,
1: Pete.